0: Today we are going to talk about conspiracy theories for the year 2024. As you know, I try to get apart from this topic, from this uh, idea that someone wants to control society. I try to to go away from that topic, but each time that I try to get it, that I try to, to leave the conspiracy, it dragged me back, you know, because there are many things that are happening nowadays. And what is surprised me is how these people, these elites that control the world are so capable to do the things that they do without people realizing what is happening. Of course, a few people realize, but they are trying to call the attention of everybody else and the rest are distracted. Distracted with the TikTok, with the video games. They are jerking off, you know, coming all the time with the pornography and they cannot check what is going on in the world. And just to summarize the thing, I can tell you that this is a war. We are fighting a war and most of the people don't know that it's happening. And this war is not new. This is the war between the people who have the control over the world and the people who don't have the control. What is the difference now than before? That before controlling people was much easier. Just to give you an example, if you wanted to start a business, you have you need money first, so you will have to go to the bank. And if you didn't have credit line, you couldn't get access to money. The same happened for publicity. If you wanted to run a company. You will have to put an ad on newspaper and that was so fucking expensive. Now, any person that has some creativity or some skill can start their own endeavor online and elites don't like that. That's why they are using all the weapons, all the technology that you can imagine to control the average person. Today, we're going to check about mind reading, lectura de mente. And I'm going to talk about that because that is one of the last things that I have uh, been searching for. But also we are going to talk about biometric data how government can track you with just your eyes your retina your characteristics your your face features also some extra weapons that they are using to us and if you are experiencing depression anxiety there is a high chance that you are being target of these weapons and you didn't know but now that you know maybe you understand what is the root of your anxiety we are going to go deeper on this topic I don't know if I can record this in Spanish because as you know, my YouTube channel in Spanish is about to collapse. <laughs> so I will hesitate to do that. Maybe I will do it just in audio for Spanish, who knows? But pay attention, follow this podcast and please spread the word. Tell the people to go to Google Podcasts and just, no, just to Spotify because Google Podcasts will disappear. Tell the people to go to Spotify or to Podbean and they will find me with my nickname, Uncle Valta. So time to get started. The first technology, as I mentioned, is mind reading that um there are two basically two methods there there is the invasive methods and the non invasive the invasive is like neurolink of Elon Musk if you check neurolink you know that he's trying or he already is testing in animals and i think he already got his first human uh, test subject and he's testing a coin it's like a coin sized device that it can read what you are thinking The idea of this device is that can help people who cannot speak or that have some mental problem to control the rest of their body or to transmit ideas. That is the invasive. But Meta, Mark Zuckerberg, is working in a non-invasive device. And not only him, also Apple and Samsung have been acquiring companies that are working on this technology since the year 2010. If you go to YouTube, just type um, mind reading devices you will be blown away when you see what it can, what it can do. Um, what, what, is, what is the surprising part of this? Is that they can, the non-invasive is not as accurate as the invasive device, but what it, what it does is that it uses artificial intelligence to complete the sentence or the picture that you are looking. And if they can know what you were looking before or what are you thinking about, now you are an easier target for companies and for government. Companies can sell you things that maybe, I don't know, you saw a car and you say, oh, that's a nice car. You just saw it and suddenly you see a publicity on your cell phone of that car. Now that happened with voice. You can be totally um, 1000% sure that it's happening with voice, but it will start to happen with just your thoughts. You will think about something and suddenly there will appear the publicity about that the chance that you will feel encouraged to buy that thing is higher now. Not only that, is they will be able to send you content that goes more or less with what you are thinking to twist your ideas, to blend your ideas. And I understand that some people will say, no, no, nobody can manipulate my mind, but you can be sure that they do. And talking about manipulation, there are some testing, who knows that if that's possible or not yet, that they want to implant memories. If you go to TED Talk, TED Talks. There is um, a speech about a woman that she was talking about a technology that is trying to write memories on people's mind, and according to her, it will be a good idea, especially for people who had trauma, uh, any trauma that you have or any bad experience, they could delete it and write on that something pleasant. But of course, if they can write something pleasant, also they can write any narrative that they have. Um, So, so far, what can we do related to mind reading? Because it's easy to mention the problem. Of course, I will highly encourage people, please go to Google, go to YouTube, go to other search engines, especially because Google is also compromised and ask what is mind reading and how it works. And you will be surprised. What I'm telling you here is nothing in comparison of what you will happen. But what I can tell you in advance is that The more that you spend time away, especially from your cell phone, because I don't feel the same with the computer, but with the cell phone. When I was too much time close to my cell phone, I started to feel like my my brain is kind of playing weird thoughts with me. Now, when I do exercise, I leave the cell phone in the locker two hours, two hours without cell phone. When I come to my house, the cell phone is not next to me. It's always next to the, the, the main door. So I can tell you, try to put your cell phone away just in case and check how do you feel. I feel much better when my cell phone is away than when I have my cell phone close to me. Um, why I mention this also? Because and I, this, this will be part of another theory that I will mention uh, later on this podcast. But I see people even checking their cell phone to do exercise. The cell phone dependency is obscene, but that will be later on this podcast. So far, try to be away from your cell phone and be careful with the mind reading. Let's go to the next one. That is the biometric data. There are many companies that you can check. There is one called Clear. I was listening to my favorite podcaster, Tim Dillon. He's a comedian. And he was talking how he signed up for this company, Clear. What What this company offers is the possibility that you can travel. I think it's just within US without having a passport. They scan your retina. And whenever you go to the airport, they just check your retina. Oh, yeah, it's you and you can go directly. So now it's so convenient. You don't need to wait three hours to do the checkup. No, you can just go. They scan your retina. You're ready to go. But it's not just this company, Clear in US. Here in Peru, we have the bank BCP. Uh, Whenever you switch your cell phone device to Equipo, whenever you switch your cell phone device, before you had to go to the bank, Uh, you have to go to like a machine that is like an ATM and you will have to register your cell phone there. You will type the cell phone number, they will send you a message and you will set the new device with your account. Now you don't need to go to the the bank. You can just open in the app, biometric data, you scan your face and with your face, they allow you to use the new device for transferring money. Also, you have SmartFit and we will talk about SmartFit, the gym here in Peru. When you go, you put your fingerprint and you are ready to go. In other gyms, like B2, for example, you have to wait. You have to do a line to talk with the secretary and give her your, your code. And it's kind of a pain in the boss. It's nice, this thing. The biometric is that it's nice because it safe us time. But as you can imagine, the data is the problem. We are giving away our location data to everybody. You are giving away the location to the, to the bank the location to the gym if you are traveling now they know wherever you go and google is selling these services to the to the cor- to the governments is selling the biometric um f- track of people so the governments are uploading the footage of their cameras las grabaciones de sus cámaras and with the in the google cloud and the google cloud is applying this biometric data To know where each person is spending the time so whenever you go to the street just with your face and with your characteristics they can know this person is from this point to that point and you can be sure that that data also is being sold to corporations and to other people so be careful with that what can we do here i would say just try to give your biometric data when it makes sense you know don't allow any person to collect your biometric data but and also here is something that i i believe could help is having vehicles that don't have license because also the license are being tracked now if you go to some parking lots they have now like a um, special machines that scan your your license so just with your license go to placa de carro they can know where you're moving so if you have some like puticletas or vehicles without placa maybe that can help too let's go to the next one that is a uh, scary at uh, That is recurrent revenue. We have mentioned here, uh, but before, friendly reminder, if you want to work with me, you want to join Inglés Paracholos or buy my supplements or my audiobooks, you can go to my personal WhatsApp, más 51-9890-23-986. Let's go to recurrent revenue. As you know, if you want to boil a, a, a frog, you do it little by little. You don't increase the heat too fast. And this is what these big elite elites do. They know how to little by little start destroying our life. And just to give you an analogy. Imagine that someone comes to your house and they poop in your living room. You will say, please, don't poop in my living room. But what happens if this person, instead of pooping in your living room, he just brings little, little pieces of, of feces you know, and throw it all around your house. At first, you will smell and you will say, hey, this this smell wrong. This smells bad. But then you will get used to it. And that's what they do. Little by little they're throwing pieces of dirt, pieces of of poop, of shit, all around your, your life. So you kind of get used to it. That's why life is so difficult now. Year 2023, almost 2024, and we are still struggling with inflation. People are struggling to pay the bills. That is because this poop technique. But coming back to the recurring revenue. There is a plan. The game plan is like this. Big investors are throwing a lot of money in some companies that are offering this recurring revenue system. First, the idea is to crush the small players. And let me use again SmartFeed because that is a clear example. It goes like this, the the game. They start offering a very low ticket monthly fee. So for all the benefits that they give you, you have to pay in a just to give you an idea. The first month I pay 10 soles, just 10 soles. And the second month, eh, I was paying like 110 soles, but uh, you will check the game later. So they make it so easy to enter that you ask yourself, why am I going to join a small gym that they charge me for half a year or for a full year when I can join this SmartFit that just charge me per month? So I go to SmartFit, yes. But what they are doing is they are crushing all the small gyms. Eventually, there will be no small jeans, just maybe three or four big chains. And they can have like a, a, a conversation between them and start raising the, the fees. Now, even SmartFit is raising the fee little by little. And this is kind of inflation too, because they don't raise the fee like 50%. They raise the fee maybe one month, two solders after two months, three solids extra. And little by little they start to eat you alive. How do I know this game plan? Because it's already happening in US in the in the rentals. People who pay their rent, little by little they are scaling up the rents up more and more and more. The same will happen with services, with uh, gyms, with any membership, even with Netflix. Check your 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 Netflix subscription. I think last time I I, I pay because my mother watched her series was like $18 or $20. So when you start paying, you don't realize when they just start increasing the fee and even worse, many times it's more expensive because since it's something monthly that you don't need to think, many times you are not using the service. I have friends that they keep paying a smart fee for more than one year and they haven't visited the gym in all that time. So be careful with what do you pay. And let's try to be smart, you know, just pay for the services that make sense to pay in a recurring revenue system. The next one is isolation. A person is as strong as the bond with their family, friends, um, relationships goes. So if a person is isolated, it's weak. And that is what they are trying to do. Ask the average person how many friends, actually, how many close friends do you have? And they will tell you almost zero, maybe one, and that's it. Isolation is happening. It's kind of the opposite of w- what we will expect with technology, right? We will expect people more connected, but no. People don't follow their friends. They just follow the content creators. And that's another reason for you to work on your personal brand. And the, the, the people using headphones and cell phones all the time is kind of a bubble. They are in a bubble. If you go to a gym... If you want to ask a question to someone, hey, are you using the plate, San Disco? The person is like, you cannot talk with the person. You need to wave your hand, please. Can you, and I have your attention? Um, for the person is annoying. Oh, someone is interrupting me. We are creating a special lifestyle for isolation. And that is triggering a lot of depression also. Um, if you check uh, Mark Zuckerberg, he's talking about the metaverse and how virtual friends will appear. There will be a moment that, why do you need real friends? You can just create an AI that will have an avatar for you and you will be able to speak with that avatar and that avatar will make you feel good and explore your life. That's why I always suggest people, whenever you listen something online, eh, this content or any content, always try to talk in real life with other people. Hey, what do you think about this? So you can have more perspective and we can break out our algorithms. I was um maybe three weeks ago or four weeks, I always talk with, with foreign people, people from other countries, always. But I was so busy that I stopped doing that. I was like i'm I'm so busy with English Paracholos that I don't have time to talk with random people in other countries. But I was missing something in my life. I started to do it again, and I could I, I, I saw the change, you know when you talk with people from other countries, people with other religions, other backgrounds, you can see how narrow is our mind, how narrow is our perspective and how big are our blind spots, nuestros puntos ciegos. If we only consume content from the algorithms and from our social media, there are many things that we are missing and it's scary. That's why we need also real life interaction and interaction with people that are out of our closed social circle. And the last one that I will mention here, I have many ones, but <laughs> many others, but I want to keep it simple. Is the cashless society. We know, I mean, this is not surprising that people don't use cash anymore. Everybody, even to pay like two soles, they pay with JAPE here in Peru. If you are in US, you pay with Venmo. Uh, people pay with, I mean, any, like just to buy a cookie. They, they want to pay with the cell phone. It's obscene. What is the problem with this? Again, that if the government decides to do a bail-in, not a bail you know the difference between those. Bail out is when the government or the central bank forgive the or, or or help to pay the debts to the big corporations. A bail in is when the bank decides to keep all the deposits of the people and pay their own debts. If the banks here, and this happened in many countries all around the world, it's not the first time that will happen. Just please check about this. What is a bail in? if they do that people don't have cash all their money is at the bank so the bank can use it not only that whenever you give your money to the bank is you are telling the the bank please create more inflation because the bank is using that money and multiplying that money per 10 or even per 100 the money that you give it so whenever you leave a lot of money in the bank means you are creating more inflation if you have some extra money well just for maybe three or four months of expenses in your case but if you have more money of that than that, please invest the money in something that cannot be printed by the government, and please stop using credit cards for everything. The people using credit cards means five percent extra on each price on each item, and then everybody need to pay that five percent extra. So please don't break the balls with your credit cards. And well, the last thing, just an extra thing to to talk here, is a ice and and. Uh, Sight and listening, vista y audición. What used to be free before, the senses, los sentidos, now have a price. Check how many people are wearing glasses. And not only how many people, but what is the age of the people wearing glasses. I see young ladies that they are maybe 14 years old or 13 years old with fucking huge thick glasses on their face. Why? What happens? Suddenly people decide to lose their their sight. No, it's the obscene time, more than three, four hours in front of a screen. Our eyes are not designed for 2D. 2D is two dimensions. Our sight is, our eyes are designed for 3D. Our eyes need depth. Necesitan profundidad, nuestros ojos. If you just spend your time in front of a screen, of a 2D screen, what you are creating is you are, you are, Killing, you are, you are creating atrophy for your eyes and now you lose your sight. You're, and then you need glasses, you need to go have a surgery and you will struggle. And people are struggling that now, imagine in the future. Because that thing is not going to improve. And also the, the listening. Try to pay attention in any street. I don't know how it is in other small cities, but here in Lima, any neighborhood. There are sirens all around the cities, sirenas. All around the city, like all the houses now they have a sirena. So whenever the house is leaving, the the car is leaving the house. Wee, 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 wee. Okay. That noise, that especially um, high, uh, high, high pitch of sound and that huge decibel is bad for our ears. And you know how I realized that that was also happening? Because if you turn on the TV, there are a lot of companies selling now. Devices for listening and that is that is not a coincidence All the things are making noise and why they are doing that because people are distracted with their fucking cell phones and with their uh, Airpods, so when they are walking they need a huge siren to understand that the fucking gate is opening Well, what about if the person just reduce the volume of their fucking uh, Headphones and they can check that the gate is opening, but be careful. I here for example in my office There are like five houses around this one they have sirens so what i do is i work early morning then i go to my mother's house and i come back later i'm trying to check i know that there is like a um, environment commission of uh, contamination uh, sound contamination contamination sonora something like that and trying to do the research but there is a law that prohibits that so por ley está prohibido so we need to find, I will find maybe for you the, the law and I will tell you what it is. So if you have neighbors that they have these sirens, you can tell, hey, you are going against the law and please stop the crap or I will call the municipality I will do something. I'm doing my research. I will let you know that maybe on the next episode. And the last thing just to wrap this podcast is that we need first to create communities remember they are trying to isolate us we need to create a community so whenever something happens someone can tell you hey pay attention to this we can help as a group we need to create assets to counter inflation an asset and people think an asset oh yes i need to buy a house or an apartment No, you can build your asset an asset is a small business or your personal brand and also we need to spread the word tell other people that this is happening you listen you hear you listen maybe about mind reading. You listen about biometric, about the, the cashless society. Tell other people. That thing that they say you will own nothing and you will be happy is happening. <laughs> it's not coincidence. Check the young people, especially the young people. It's scary. Not all of them, but a huge percentage. They are already brainwashed. They are already brainwashed. Um, it's like check all their money. They have a little bit of money. And they drop the money in a Red Bull, ten soles in Red Bull. Hey, you don't have money. Don't give away your money to Red Bull. Invest the money, buy food. You know. <laughs> and talking about food, whenever I go to Plaza Vea or to Metro, when when you are about to pay in the cashier, they offer you a tinka, a lottery ticket. Now, so you know that people are desperate when the cashier of the um, um, supermarket start to offer lottery tech tickets when situation is going like hell lottery tickets spike because people are so desperate that anything that at least could give like a slightly slightly chance of winning start to become an option so just to give you a, an idea you know people are struggling and we have the power to spread the word and to tell people that they have options only if they know how to channel their attention and their focus I hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to contact me, mas 51 90 51-9890-23-986. If you want to buy my audiobooks, Como Dejar De Ser Una Putita, La Ejaculación Eterna, or Join Inglés Para Cholos, or Buy The Supplements, you can go to my WhatsApp. Blessings, and I will see you tomorrow, Monday.